Off the Hook, airing on OffTheHookSports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Joined by John Adams on the Vol Report, brought to you by Vol's Automotive Group and Big Orange Phillies. I remind you, go ahead and take the time to click that subscribe button or click that live button, like button, I should say. Subscribe and like, uh, comment, share, and that way we'll show up on your feed more often if you like what you see. And you'll like what you see at Big Orange Phillies uh, every day, but especially August the 21st on a Sunday, 1 o'clock, a big event. It's going to be a preseason meet and greet, uh, official kickoff to the season, a great place to watch the games. But on that particular day, they're going to have Latrell Bumpus, uh, Prince DeFant, current balls. They're going to have free autographs, uh, autograph posters, and they'll also have the J-Train. Chavari Davis will be there as well. So that's at Big Orange Phillies, right there on Maynardville Pike, downtown halls. John Adams of the Knoxville News Sentinel and also... Uh, he uh, does a podcast with the USA Today Network. He is a superstar. John, how are you, sir? Doing well, Dave. I appreciate the time. Uh, I want to get right to it and just get your thoughts on the pending Big Ten contract because the television contract is coming up and it's going to be a lot of money. And I want to get to how that might affect Tennessee and how that might affect the SEC. But let's start with step one. Any day now, we're going to hear about some Big Ten, uh, big cats getting big-time money, especially when they add USC and UCLA into the television mix. Well, the prelude to this upcoming TV deal was was when the Big Ten added UCLA in Southern California. So now they've expanded their market significantly. And this is a really significant deal because what it does – it puts a Big Ten on three different networks, uh, Fox, CBS, NBC. So you can have a triple header on Saturday, and you'll probably get cross promotions out of that. So it's a big deal. They, they call, they're calling it a, a $1 billion deal. So the next move would be for the SEC now to make its new deal. This will happen in 2024. The SEC deal is... It's all about ESPN and ABC now. Tennessee is now aligned with ABC and ESPN. No more CBS at 3.30. But I think it can come up with a uh, a big-time deal as well. I don't know if it will match the Big Tens, but it probably will be close. So that's significant for college football. And we really have two conferences further separating themselves from the rest of college football. True. And it's kind of like the NFL where it doesn't matter how good you are as a quarterback. If your contract's up, you get a dollar more than the last guy. So I think the SEC will end up getting more. And I say that from a marketing perspective more than a football perspective. So I see being associated with, let's take Mississippi State, one of the lower ranked teams in, in the SEC, just in terms of interest. I, I see being associated with Mississippi State and, and getting – that sort of passionate response from engaged fans being significant. Whereas, yes, you have the number two television market in Los Angeles, 
but do do as many people get really jazzed and get energetic about the about those teams and who may be associated with them? I don't know. I don't know that that's out there. I don't think it is, Dave. And I think a lot of people, though, it, you have college football fans in, in, in L.A., and I think the college football fan is going to look at the product. If you're not aligned with one particular school and don't have a passionate interest in that one particular school, you're a college football fan, and you're going to pick the best game on game day. And oftentimes that could be an SEC game. I mean, it's the best conference. No one, I don't think, would argue that, even though the Big Ten is expanded by two teams. The SEC still has the best players, the best conference, still will have the most people in the NFL draft. So I think the average college football game, if he's trying to choose, say, between a mid-level game in, in either conference, if he's trying to choose between, I don't know, let's say Nebraska versus uh, Northwestern, or he can watch Mississippi State versus South Carolina. I think the average college football fan will pick South Carolina, Mississippi State. I agree with that. I think that's a better game. I think that um, there are better storylines, quite frankly, in the SEC. I think there are a lot of teams that are pretty stale in in the Big Ten. And, John, I, I go back to what I think is one of the best quotes, and you and I talked about it, the best quotes of the year is when the NHL commissioner – it was announced that they were going to work with ESPN again, and they've been on and off again like NASCAR, which happens to correlate exactly with the exposure that the two organizations get. <clears throat> and Gary Bettman's quote was, well, if you guys do half as good a job of promoting me as you did burying me, then I should be in good shape. And there's a yeah, lot of truth. A great quote. It's, it's a great line, but... There's a lot of truth to that. If you're not with ESPN, ask NASCAR. If you're not with ESPN, you're almost on the outside looking in at times. I don't know if this contract changes that with the Big Ten, but I'm just going off history. You better be with you better be with Mickey Mouse. I think it uh, will change things significantly. Okay, because I don't see ESPN promoting the Ohio State-Michigan game when it's on a network, another network. Okay. On game day, you're not going to have game day uh, in Illinois or Nebraska or Ohio State. You just aren't. You're going to be promoting the SEC. And another factor, this could be not just on game day, but think this way. If you're promoting your product all day long, we now have NI deals where players can capitalize on name, image, and likeness. Why not? Tennessee has a big-time quarterback in Hendon Hooker. Alabama has a Heisman Trophy quarterback, Bryce Young. Uh, you fly them up to Bristol to do a promo. You don't even have to fly them. You can do it Zoom. But the point being, they will promote those players, and they may get involved with NIL deals too. I just think – even though the Big Ten might get a better financial boost initially uh, and might be in a bigger markets, the SEC's alliance with ABC and ESPN is going to be a promotional, a huge promotional factor. I hadn't even thought about the college game day aspect of it. But, yeah, I mean, they're not going to. And, and I think ESPN has overly promoted, in particular, one game you mentioned, the Ohio State-Michigan game, in years that I thought it was a good matchup. 
but it wasn't the game of the century. I think it was called by ESPN at one point. That was that was a little strong. Um, so what does this mean for Tennessee? I, that's that's what, what I want to ask you. And it's brought to you by Biles Automotive Group right there on Callahan. It's about integrity. It's about a great service department. It's about selection. They want, they need, and they appreciate your business at Biles Automotive Group. I'll speak to Mr. Biles, and I can tell you, you will be well taken care of. So, John, I just see the the rising water raising all ships, if that's how you say that saying. Because I look at any program in the in the SEC as benefiting from this exposure. I mean, we point to Alabama and Georgia first, but everybody's going to be helped by the added exposure. Oh, I agree. I mean, it's, it's, will be, if you can, everybody in the SEC will be helped. Let's go back a couple of decades, go back to 1997. One of the most disappointing times for, for Tennessee fans was, and you could say SEC fans in general too, because a lot of people thought Peyton Manning would win the Heisman Trophy. He didn't. Charles Woodson, a great player, but a defensive player. They tried to promote him as a three-way player because he he played a couple of downs on offense each game. He really wasn't that, and he didn't have great numbers in the return game. But all that aside, he had the ESPN promotional machine behind him. Charles Woodson did. In today's game, are looking ahead to the next deals uh, in 2024. It wouldn't be that way. ESPN would not be promoting Charles Woodson for the Heisman Trophy when it doesn't even show Michigan's games. It wants to promote to its advantage to promote Peyton Manning in Tennessee for the Heisman Trophy. I think the results would have been different. I know. I agree. And I don't know what's more impressive, getting Charles Woodson the Heisman, because there was, that. this is fact. I mean, this is not... debatable there was a strong push to at least make what looked like a very boring heisman race more exciting so i don't know that they that espn necessarily wanted peyton manning not to win it but they did want there to be some drama involved and there usually isn't with the heisman trophy ceremony i don't know why there there even needs to be but goodness john i thought at one point ron dane that season was going to win the heisman trophy I mean, they pushed him at one point, and they pushed another running back out of the Big Ten. Woodson was like their third selection to push and make a close race in New York, which ended up in an upset. Yeah, the the way the season unfolded with Michigan and Ohio State, and so often in the past that game has had national significance, and it did that year, but it just worked out perfectly for Charles Woodson. And another factor in it was Peyton Manning had been a star since – late in his freshman season in 94. I I mean, you could see the potential. It all goes back to the Manning name. But then fast forward through his sophomore year, 95, junior year, uh, 96, he's an overwhelming favorite for the Heisman going into the year. And as you mentioned, that becomes an old storyline. What else can you say about Peyton Manning and the Manning family? First family of college football. It's a it's a tired old refrain. So you're looking if you're looking for something new, and something new is affiliated with your network, you roll with it. 
And I just think that had a lot to do with, don't get me wrong, if Tennessee beats Florida in 97 and Tennessee's unbeaten for national title, Peyton Manning trophy. I can argue that. But that that loss, coupled with what happened with Michigan and looking for a new theme, a new trend, and a defensive back, three three way player, if you want to call Charles Woodson that. And and you get you get what happened. A, a, a perfect storm, so to uh the old cliche. It just it worked out that way. But I really don't know what happened now. Not because these networks, right. it's, it's going to be super competitive, and you're not going to promote promote the other the other network's product. You just aren't. Well, and again, John, we're not. Let's say college game day that you mentioned. Let's say they keep their integrity and they do cover all conferences equally, which I think the guys like Kirk Herb Street would push for. Whether or not it happens, we'll we'll see. But let's let's say that's even the case. But you can't tell me for a second that if there's a close game in the SEC and a close game in the Big Ten, that the close game of the SEC and maybe two blowouts in the SEC aren't going to lead above that close game in the Big Ten on SportsCenter. That's just the way it's it's going to be. I really don't believe game day will be at a Big Ten game. I don't I think don't they'll be – no, I don't think they'll be at it, but I think they will still pay the – proper respect to cover the sport to mention those games they'll mention those games but they won't have a game day and just promote it all day long i think and one of the another factor in this dave is i think these networks are will be more cognizant of what the schedule looks like i think there will be pressure on sec programs or in the in nbc cbs fox's case big 10 programs to schedule better non-conference games or schedule more conference games being a 10-game conference schedule for the SEC. Because if your network's competing against another network, you don't want to show Tennessee versus Akron or uh, Bowling Green versus Auburn when the other network's got a Big Ten game on, a a conference game. I think that's – I really think this is going to impact a sport in a lot of ways, and some of them could be positive. Yep. I'll be at Big Orange Phillies on August the 21st, and I will not be the most popular guy. They're not even close because we got former ball Jabari Davis that will be at Big Orange Phillies. Also, current balls, Latrell Bumpus and – uh, Princeton Fant will be there. They've got free autograph posters. They've got food and drink specials. It's all at Big Orange Phillies. Right there in the heart of halls on Maynardville Pike. It's very convenient if you're in Maynardville or North Knoxville. So be sure and be there on uh, August the 21st. And I'll be there. So I would love to see you there. So, John, with this television contract cycle that is coming up in the next few months, and what will be enacted in 2024. Isn't that the writing on the wall that this, that we can call it what you want to, we can call it two conferences, call it whatever you want to, but essentially what you're building is a, is a mega conference because you've got about 30 to 35 teams that could make a playoff. Now I think the Oregon's of the world are probably going to end up in the big 10 or somewhere, however they do that, but we're really separating the haves and the haves not have nots with the 
the TV money, aren't we? We are initially. What, what to me would be interesting, though, is what if ESPN says we we can't we don't want to just have the SEC. I mean, that's our that's our our big money winner. But what if twelve? Why can't you sup, supplement what you have, your TV deal, and add a Big 12 game? Um, I don't know. It, it feels it literally feels like Greg Sankey is playing chess and everybody else is playing checkers. I mean, it just it, the, well, the SEC commissioner just seems ahead of the game. And I, you know, I interviewed him at SEC Media Days. I heard an interview on the Dan Patrick Show. I, yeah, he he is the best at saying absolutely nothing but talking for t- twenty minutes. But behind, I you could just tell by talking to him, if he decides to expand, he knows exactly who he's going to call. And he did reveal in the Dan Patrick show that he, he's on a couple of different committees with the Notre Dame athletic director. So I'm not ruling that out. But the North Carolinas of the world, so it just it seems like that the two the two conferences, the Big Ten and the SEC, are steamrolling the sport. And ultimately, I like the SEC's chances long-term to steamroll the Big Ten. Any disagreement with that statement? Uh, no, I agree that, that the SEC product will be superior. Yeah, I don't know necessarily that it will steamroll the Big Ten. I mean, get, getting Southern California, that's one of the most storied programs in college football. That was a big get for the Big Ten. UCLA, sure. pretty much inconsequential. And and I like the way the SEC has stayed more regional. Its expansion hasn't it hasn't jumped any time zones. It's kind of gradually just moved outward. It's added Texas and Oklahoma. I would much rather have Texas and Oklahoma than and I'm but I'm not talking about TV markets. I would rather have Texas and Oklahoma uh, than I would USC and UCLA. And keep in mind now you've got. Four cities in Texas are among the t- top 11 most populous cities in the country. So, and more people are moving to Texas than they are to California. So, but I think what's key here is, is do you have the best product? The one exception, when you talk about, well, the SEC doesn't really need to expand, it maybe doesn't, but if you could get Notre Dame, that's a game changer. Anybody would take Notre Dame, and you'd probably add one other team. So if the SEC, that would that would end this regional pattern that's been going on the way it's expanded to an adjoining to adjoining states. Uh, but it would certainly not pass on Notre Dame. Agreed. He's Sean Adams. I'm Dave Hooker. Again, Biles Automotive Group is right there on Callahan. It is very easy to find. Biles Automotive Group, they want, they need, and they appreciate your business. So check them out again. Big Orange Phillies, you need to check them out, too, in the heart of Halls. A great place, family-friendly, karaoke. They've got uh, billiards. They've got pool. They've got it all. So that is Big Orange Phillies. This is a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. For John Adams, I'm Dave Hooker.